I'm Ebony K. Williams, attorney and host. Welcome to Hold in Court, where we analyze the latest legal headlines that everybody's already talking about. But we dig deep into how the courts impact the culture. We break it all down, going straight from gavel to your newsfeed. And every week, we keep it 100. Right, Dustin? That's right, E. Let's hold court. Okay, Dustin, I just want to tell you how much I appreciate this limoncello moment. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's reminding me to my fabulous vacation a few years ago in Capri. Ooh, yes. So there's a restaurant there called, like, the Lemon Restaurant. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm fucking it up, but it's something like that. Mm -hmm. And the whole decor is this exact vibe. Is it really? Yeah. Just a little Dolce. A little D&G. That's all. A little light work. You know I love lemons. Yeah. Because lemons are beautiful to look at, but if you bite them, okay, you know what's gonna happen? They yeah. sour. It's like right? you. They're gonna remind you. <laughs> so when I saw the sweatshirt, I felt called. Yes, yeah. you felt seen. Mm-hmm. You felt seen. I did. I love it. Um, well, it's it's my favorite time of year. Yes, you know because it's that crispness in the air. Yes, like absolutely. the first day of school. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was I was here for it. I put on. I dressed too hot. Now that's gonna happen for a few weeks. I'm yeah, just this warning is that you. Weird in between yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. My, all my clothes looking at me in my closet. Like, well, which one? Is which you what you want to do? Yeah. That's why I'm sitting up here with cashmere pants and a tank top. Oh. Don't worry about <laughs> and it, it. And it looks good. <laughs> and it looks good. Okay. And it looks good. How about that? I love it. Okay, so we've got like a really um, fun but like packed docket because uh, I got really nerdy on this one, Dustin, and mm-hmm. I, I geeked out a little bit. I love so it this. When you, what, do that. you know. I got it in my, mm-hmm, my bag. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so this is what we're going to do. We're going to talk about the, the thing that everybody's talking about, unless you're under a rock. Nia Long's fiance uh, has been um, just in the in the spotlight, in yes, all in has. all the tea, in all the blogs, because, of course, we know he has now been suspended for a full year uh, from the Boston Celtics, from the NBA as a head coach, due to shenanigans and mm-hmm. foolishness. We're going to unpack that, but we're really going to talk. We're not going to talk about the, the tea of it, because right. that's whatever yeah. everybody else can do that right. we're gonna talk about the legalities and i think there's some issues Dustin, that folks might be surprised about mm. uh sister nia mm-hmm. might have what's called a palimony claim let's talk about it put a pin in that so we're gonna break down what palimony is we're gonna break down whether or not nia long is suited for it and whether or not she even wants it yeah. um and for some of the other listeners listening how they might avail themselves okay to what we call palimony okay okay amen uh we're gonna talk about whether or not because a lot of people I-, I see in the comments dustin under this story are a little bit confused as to like why if he wants to be a philanderer a cheater a hot mess work right and so i want to address that um and 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 clear that up for folks because basically in short yes you can get fired for being a fuck boy that's that's or or a fuck asshole or whatever other bullshit you're doing in your private life period hashtag fire for fucking you really can yeah oh that's it (laughs) that's what it is obsessed and then there is a cultural kind of qu- question i want to pose to you i know where mm-hmm. i stand on mm-hmm. this because this is one of those ones that my girlfriends and i have put on the table okay long ago mm-hmm. what to do mm-hmm. when you you see somebody on the outside that you know is in a relationship with someone you're close to to speak or not to speak that mm-hmm. is gonna be the motherfucking question and we're gonna answer it we're gonna answer it then we're gonna move on to cardi b and tasha k mm-hmm. now tasha of course has been um had a judgment against her for talking shit. We'll get to how she, the judgment came about. Long story short, she owes Cardi $4 million. It's a lot of money. I think it's like $3.3 million was the total. Damn. And she's been posting on Instagram, Dustin, like as if she's in Africa and as if and in front of these African banks and shit, right? She has. She, she's, she has. We've seen, seen it, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so folks are like in the comments, can you essentially just move out of the country to avoid 
having to pay the judgment. Mm-hmm. And, and we're going to answer that and, and all the all the cautionary tale of mm. the Tasha K of it all. I because there's a lot there. Yeah, we're going to dig into that. And lastly, Tiffany Haddish. I want to say a piece about why we're just now getting to the Tiffany Haddish of it all, because I think that's important for our jurors to know, Dustin. Absolutely. Um, And and then we're going to get into the legalities of where everything sits right now. We know that the case has been dismissed um, against uh, Tiffany and her Mm co-defendant. You have to forgive me. I'm not familiar with that brother. And we're not going to begin to get familiar with that brother because this is all his fault in the first place. Tiffany caught a strike. This is all his fault Ah. in the first place, but we'll get there. I can't wait. So you're going to school me on that. Great. Because I don't even know who that young man Mm -hmm. is. Um, Anyway, (laughs) uh, (laughs) I don't. So anyways, we're going to get to Tiffany and the dismissal of the case what that kind of indicates yes. from a legal perspective. Yeah. And frankly, what are Tiffany's legal options at yeah. this point? Because she might have some. Good for her then. Mm-hmm. Okay, so listen, we're going to get to all that. And let's start, though, of course, with the MA of it all. I do want to start by saying, just because I think it's worth noting, I, he is definitely my type. Mm-hmm. I just want to just start with that. Mm-hmm. He, he's a very... Um, Beautiful man. And unlike some others, I was already familiar with this man, Dustin, um, back when he and Nia first started dating. Mm -hmm. Because I remember she was on the cover of Essence magazine with her two beautiful boys. Mm -hmm. She's got an older son Mm -hmm. who was, I don't know, maybe 10 or so at the time. And then the the little baby that she Mm -hmm. had just had with M.A. And I remember thinking, good for that woman. Because, you know, it was a beautiful family. Nia Long is a legend, a cultural icon. She means a lot to black She means a lot to black people. entertainment overall. Absolutely, because yeah. she's she she is somebody who works, yeah. works represents an idealized version of black beauty that I think is more accessible Absolutely. to a lot of black women. Yeah, right. Like I think you know, so she all was a things black Nia. beauty. She was a she was a beauty standard. Standard. Yes. For black people. Yes. And, and very relatable, mm-hmm. but it's still exceptionally beautiful. Stunning. Fucking Nia Long. You know what I'm saying? That's why she's in songs. Yes. People, people care about. Nia she's Long. a reference yes. point of cultural. Yes. Uh, identity. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So for me to see her, particularly then as a woman of then a particular age, because she must have been early 40s, mm-hmm. I think, maybe late 30s. Either way, on the cover of Essence, this is circa 2012. Mm-hmm. Go back and Google mm-hmm. if you re- if you did not see this gorgeous citrus-flavored mm-hmm. cover. It was mm-hmm. gorgeous. I remember you Remember that? Clearly. It was orange yes. and, ye- and yellow. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Anyway, and that fine-ass man. So he was then, I think, still in the NBA. Was it the Spurs? He, yes, he was mm-hmm. playing for the Spurs. Um, and I remember just being just... Somewhere in the inside, maybe I had a premonition that I was going to end up being an old ass bitch. Um, still on my journey for love. <laughs> Something I'm being just very vulnerable. Something Not about that uh, old ass bitch still looking for love. It's okay. It's okay. Found fortune, looking for love. That's all right. Okay. I'm an OAN, so we good. Okay. So something about that actually felt very, all jokes aside, aspirational mm-hmm. to me and, yes. and inspirational yes. to me. Yes. So here's here's here she is with her love. Fast forward 10 years, Mm -hmm. and I will say I was shocked but not shocked when the story broke. Now, let me tell you what shocked me. So for those, again, living under a rock, here is the story. Nia Long's long-term love. This is Mm -hmm. not a new relationship, and I want to clear that up for some folks that are just now becoming familiar with them as a couple. Some people, right, some people, Dustin, are just now realizing that this was a couple in the wake of the infidelity. Mm -hmm. This is not new. Mm -hmm. This is a 10-plus year-long relationship. Mm -hmm. They, I want to say they've been engaged Mm -hmm. for the better part of like seven or eight of them. Maybe be 10 a very long time it's been over eight years minimum it might be over 10 just engaged 
They and they share a son who now is twelve. Kez, yeah, I think it's his little name. cutie pie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as we said, Ma was an NBA player who transitioned, like you know, the the mm-hmm. best of the players do to mm-hmm. coaching. Mm-hmm. He was an assistant coach here and there for Spurs mm-hmm. and here and there, and 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 had an uh, iconic ascension as a former player and of course as a former black player mm-hmm. to being a head coach big deal huge That's a deal, big deal. Yeah. He, and he was really a big deal last year for those of us that are basketball fans of course Dustin because he took as a first year head coach mm-hmm. took the Boston Celtics mm-hmm. which I can't fucking stand cuz mm-hmm. they are the devil mm-hmm. but anyway <laughs> always have been always too. have been yeah. um but nonetheless took those Celtics to the NBA finals yeah. as a first year head coach in the NBA yeah bravo yeah Amazing. So, um, so there was kind of like two fan base. If mm-hmm. if we wanted to talk about the cultural impact of what this story is, mm-hmm. you had people that know of Ma from his basketball career, and then you have everybody else that mm-hmm. knows of Nia because right. she's Nia Long. Yeah. And this story has been interesting to watch unfold from like a journalistic lens, right, mm-hmm. Dustin? Because you're seeing kind of the immersion of those particular fan bases come together because yeah. folks just now realizing they've been together this whole time. Absolutely. Have you seen that? Yes. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm seeing a lot of people starting to talk about this that didn't talk about it previously. Mm-hmm. And people are saying that this is her baby daddy or whatever the fuck, but this was a long-standing relationship. This was a family. I remember when they got together, too. Yep. I remember when that made headlines yep. and then Nia stayed out of the headlines. Mm-hmm. They've been quiet. Well, we're going to put a put yeah. a pin into that because that's going to be a factor in her potential palimony claim. Okay. Okay. So he has been after that epic finals run mm-hmm. where he took the Celtics last year. Everybody's very excited. But what is he going to do in year two? Mm-hmm. Are they going to go back to the finals? Well, he won't be going back to no finals. No, he won't. Because this, uh, I was about to say gentlemen, I, I can't really say, this man mm-hmm. has been suspended for a full year. And that's a major suspension for a head coach. Uh, it's a major suspension for even a player, but a head coach. What that means, y'all, is that the NBA is willing to forego millions and millions and millions of dollars that they have invested in not just his salary, but his ascension to this billion-dollar franchise. Yes. So that I just want to pe- people to put that in context. Mm-hmm. This is not a player. This is not an assistant. This is the head coach. Mm-hmm. So for them to take this type of action means something. Mm-hmm. Okay, so full-year suspension for what? In quotes, violations of team policies. In quote, very general. So what he's alleged of doing is having a consensual sexual relationship with a fellow member of the Celtics team. She's uh, the front office. She's also married. Um, I wish y'all could see Dustin's full face during this. Um, he just the stankest of face. Just lip all touching his nose and shit. I don't shit. like none of this shit. Yeah. Go ahead. We're going to get no, into it. No, we're going to get into it. Um, so so that's that's the allegation. She's married as well. She works also for, to, for the Celtics organization in a higher level office, but subordinate to him. Mm-hmm. That That's a factor. And that's the situation. So the Celtics ha- uh, t- had a press conference and they said that he'll be suspended at least through June 30th, 2023, next summer, at which point in time, Dustin, they will revisit and see what they want to do with this man. Now, this is something that's just kind of tea in the ethos. TMZ is reporting that the staffer who M.A. was having the affair with was responsible. At least part of her duties were to book travel Mm -hmm. for Nia Long Mm -hmm. as Nia was really moving to Boston Mm -hmm. for the sake of this relationship and keeping her family intact. Ding, 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 palimony claim. Okay, (laughs) Um, so Mm -hmm. now let's get to palimony Um, because this is a mess and, and, and people are kind of 
talking, Dustin, around the issues. This is the conversation I'm hearing. I want you to tell me what you're hearing. I'm hearing mm-hmm. people talking about, oh, my God, cheating on Nia Long. How could it be? Stop. Okay, um, as if we don't know of the countless of stunning, beautiful, black, rich, successful women that get cheated on every day. Absolutely. Furthermore, she could have been cheating on his ass, too. <laughs> that and part. And just been doing it better than him. You know what and, I mean? And not, and not doing it at the workplace. Exactly. As Being to compromise. Smart, doing, it, doing it the right way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? <laughs> right. As to not compromise the entire, uh, you know, well-being of the family. Of the whole, just uprooting the whole damn family. Right. So that that's what people are talking about. People are talking about why are we talking about M.A. and not talking about Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to tell you why we're not talking about Brett Favre on this show. Because this show is about black issues, black people, that's and right. black impact. That's right. Brett Favre is neither here nor there. Yeah. Now back to M.A. Yes. <laughs> um, and. and and this is not about demonizing M.A. He, he's a human like everybody else, and he has faltered. Mm-hmm. But now let's talk about the consequences of the falter. Right. Because that matters. Apparently there are real consequences. Real. This year-long fucking suspension. Real, and, yeah. yeah, year-long suspension. I'm presuming it is unpaid. Uh, we'll find out more about that, I'm sure, in, in the days to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a huge financial consequence. Mm-hmm. Then there's just like the tentacles. So if the Boston Celtics fire you, um, suspend you for a year, rather, whether wh- whether they cut you or re- that's going to follow you. Yeah. Right. So let's say they decide, you know what, the damage is done. You, you've so negatively impacted the culture of the Celtics, which is probably what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. I highly doubt they bring this man back. It's just the nature of team cultures. Mm-hmm. Now you got that stigma to all the other teams in the league. They're not going to want to touch you. Correct. Um, because now it's a it's a can we trust you mm-hmm. in that capacity? So it's just not good, and I feel bad for Nia. Um, of course, the public embarrassment, but but fuck all that. It, right. It's more so like this is your family, this is real life. So what are her options? And I see um, your friend, who was that little dumbass uh, taking that bet? Talking about uh, I got a stack on her staying. Who? I didn't see uh, that. Little little is it Duval? What's his name? Oh Duval. Yeah. yeah he said- <laughs> No, he didn't. He said he got a stack. He she said he got stay. a stack. She gonna stay. <laughs> I don't know why. How, help me, Father God, from going down these Instagram, uh, you know, you rabbit know, holes. Entertainment purposes only. Right. Okay. Um. So he's saying I got a stack. She's gonna stay because where is she gonna go at her big age? Da, 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 which is ridiculous. But whatever. Let's just say she decides to not stay. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm not speaking on whether she stays or not stays because that's business. The, A, that's her her business. B, that's several factors mm-hmm. that go into that when you're in that position mm-hmm. with a family intact. And I used to be like, when my young and immature days, Dustin, I'd be like, oh, he cheats, bye. Eh. It's different. It's different. It's different. And it's there's different. Other there's broader considerations. Yeah. Um, so I think, and, and from what we've seen of Nia Long uh, on and off camera, I'm sure she seems a very methodical woman mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that will be going through the process mm-hmm. of evaluating each one of those considerations mm-hmm. and making her conclusion. Yeah. Now, be aware that there's an option called palimony. Now, mm. palimony is sound uh, like alimony, so I hear money on the table. Yeah, so mo- and and, you, and your sensibilities will be correct. Okay, okay. <laughs> so it involves money on the table for those uh, relationships, couples that never were formally married. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think that if you're not legally married and you're not subject to alimony, that's it. That's not it. It's a relatively new concept. Palimony came about uh, somewhere in the 1970s. I actually watched a really interesting documentary around it where this white lady uh, was like, 
uh, fuck all that. You gonna pay me? And yeah. she actually was successful at the initial trial court, received some palimony, and was overturned on appeal. But okay. nonetheless, she she, she got, it done. got it done, and she created a whole new vein of law. So this is where I get very nerdy. Like this okay. is very exciting like to this. me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this is how law is made, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yes, do yeah. that. So palimony says although we were never legally married, and don't confuse this with common law marriage. It has mm-hmm. nothing to do with common law mm-hmm. marriage for those that are trying to equate those two. It has nothing to do with that. It simply says we were in a relationship. Matter of fact, you don't even have to cohabitate. Now, I've never seen a claim where it was successful without cohabitation, but you don't, it's not a necessary element. Mm-hmm. All it says is we were in a relationship for a substantial amount of time. That's up to a judge to decide what that looks like. Mm-hmm. And it's not ruled under family court, Dustin. This is not a family court issue as alimony or child support would be. Yeah. This is under contracts law. Really? Yeah. It says that the court will recognize and affirm a contract between two grown consenting adults that says we're going to be in a relationship. It's not going to be marriage, but I'm going to give and you're going to give. And we're going to say that at the end, if we dissolve, we're going to take care of each other. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's fascinating. So that's what palimony says. It, it's for unmarried people. Um, you, you don't have to be uh, necessarily living together, but it helps when you do, because it says that you gave something in consideration. It's an exchange. It's acknowledging the exchange. Um, so what does that mean for Nia Long? Yeah. It means in Nia's case, if she made an argument Mm -hmm. that says, you know, I turned down certain movies, for instance. I turned down certain television opportunities. I turned down certain um, just whatever it was, going to my older son's college game, whatever it was in in consideration. That's the legal term. That means in exchange Mm -hmm. of value. This Mm -hmm. is the thing of value I'm giving, my Mm -hmm. time, my resources, my energy, my efforts in exchange for your promise to be loyal, to show up, to be in partnership with an expectation of joint creation of this thing we're building. Yeah. When you violate that with your cheating ass, yeah. now it's time to compensate me in another way. That's the contract law of palimony. And what could that look like? It could look like monthly payments. It could look like a lump sum. Um, the amount is up to a judge. You know, they would uh, assess in that the scenario I gave. Um, you know, if, if Nia, making this up, but if Nia Long turned down, let's say, let's say she was up for like an Angela Bassett 911 um, mm-hmm. style role where she was making $15, 20000000 million a, a season mm-hmm. as a television actress, which, by the way, I could totally see as foreseeable for Absolutely. someone in Nia Long's stature. Mm-hmm. Let's say that was on the table for her and she said, oh, well, no, I need to be in Boston because mm-hmm. she literally pretty much moved mm-hmm. to Boston, Massachusetts, God bless her, mm-hmm. um, for the sake of this family and this man. She could put that on the table and say, I need some compensation for you know my exchange so that's what a palimony claim could look like uh in Nia Long's situation because she is such a high earner in her own right you know it would take that kind of scenario that I just gave Dustin for her to kind of cash out in any real way but I'm just putting that on a table for people to know that just because you don't say I do and sign that paperwork on that marriage certificate it doesn't mean you're asked out it doesn't mean you have to walk away with nothing if you so choose right I think that's a great provision. I think that, mm-hmm. and it actually sounds like some she's in a great position to kind of mm-hmm. angle herself for if she's ready to go. If she's ready to go. You and know? if she's not ready to go, that is her business. Totally. I, the culture is so whack for why are you betting on somebody's misery and heartbreak and trauma? Yeah. Okay, there's that. Okay, so now the cultural question. Um. Oh, 
No, before we get to the cultural question, mm-hmm. the morality issue. Yeah. So a lot of people are saying, you know, he might be a fuckboy and da 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 da, but that's his business. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. This is what I need people to know. And most people do kind of get this, but some folks maybe forgot or confused or never understood, Dustin. When you work for an organization, I don't care if it's The Gap, mm-hmm. Starbucks, mm-hmm. Um, the NBA, mm-hmm. uh, that organization has a right to protect its integrity and branding. And you, no matter what you are, you could be a low-level ticket sales or you could be a head coach, you are an ambassador for that organization and their reputation. That's the legal term that's important, Mm -hmm. their reputation. And anytime you do anything that is seen as demeaning or disadvantageous to their reputation, a la uh, having an affair, an adulterous relationship, a sexual relationship with uh, the staff who is a subordinate, uh, you are damaging their reputation is an argument. And by doing so, you are subject to Vi- that's what they mean when they say violation of policies, which is what the Celtics have said. You've violated the moral clause. You've you've shown up in a way that is unethical and immoral as to that n- company's standard. You know, this is a, a tough one for me, Ebony, because I think this is bullshit. Personally, um, first of all, let's not talk about the integrity of the men who occupy the space of the NBA. Right. <laughs> right. So that morality clause should kind of go across everybody, the players, sure. too. Right. Sure. But you're not going to make that. You know, you're not going to apply that to the players because you need them to win and play these damn games. Of course. The head coach, you need him, too. But I just want to know whose ass he burned to get it to this point. Uh, because fair, this of course. Was a, this is more than just an affair that took place and they found out and just said, OK, well, mm-hmm. we have to now, you know, these are mm-hmm. our rules. No. There's more details that that, oh, sure. that got oh, sure. this, advanced this to this point Escalated where it's now, this. Yeah. you know what I mean, impacting everybody around him. Right, as if he's the first. And I hear that argument. That's very fair, Dustin, right? Like, like, as if this is the first man in the NBA to have an affair on his significant There are other. so many more morally egregious things that yeah. go on in the connection to the fucking NBA. So I'm okay. like, what's going on? You. Like, why is this? You. But I'm going to push back, okay. which is only this. One would think what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Mm-hmm. And I get that. But it's also like you just can't put yourself in position. True. I get that. that. That's my only that. that's my only pushback. That's the only pushback yeah. I got. Is you're right. He did you're it right. To and, and I think that's the problem. Mm-hmm. And I actually I'm really glad you brought that up. Because I think a lot of folks, especially folks that look like us, mm-hmm. people in the culture, black folks, brown folks, they, they look to their left and they look to their right and they see other folks acting a fucking fool. They see other folks, especially white men, acting a fucking fool, cheating on their wives, uh, not paying their taxes, mm-hmm. just you name it. So doing blow in the bathroom, mm-hmm. doing work breaks mm-hmm. and shit. All I'm saying to you, I'm not saying that it's fair. Yeah. I'm not saying it's right. Because that's like my boy Stephen A. Smith's argument. And, and he be saying some fuck shit, but I fucks with Stephen A. He's been a very yeah. good mentor to me in the business. Yeah. Shout out to Stephen A. Yeah. But that's Stephen's big point over on ESPN is like, why all of a sudden is this so awful when people do this every day? People have done this since the NBA existed. Why are we coming down so disproportionately hard on this brother? Fair argument. I'm just saying it's not untrue. So, and, and unfortunately, that's why he's subject to all of this shit. This right. Uh, if he hadn't put himself in the position, Dustin, we wouldn't even be talking about this yep. shit. So I think that's, Damn. you know, that's, that's a life lesson. Right. It is if you are are living your life under um, assumptions of fairness, of rule of law, 
you're going to have your heart broken and you might end up broke. Yeah. You know, and that's just some a straight up lived life experience commentary. I mean, you can't argue with that. You just can't. You know what 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 others can get away with, whether it's because they white, whether it's because they rich, whether it's because they uh, whatever your number came up. Yep. Amen. You know, and that's it. First of all, rule number I mean, the most remedial rule of cheating. You know what I mean? You don't do it in-house. So why were you fucking with somebody who worked for the goddamn Celtics anyway? You knew full and damn well what your your, right. your professional journey has meant Sure. up until this point. You knew how big of a deal it was for you to be the fucking head coach. At your Lead age, this team to the finals, finals of your first totally. season. So you're right, Ebony. He is completely at fault for this, for putting himself in that position. And I just, I just want to know why. I think sometimes... When certain ones of us, Dustin, I've seen this myself, certain ones of us are in high positions too long. Mm -hmm. We forget get too comfortable. the microscope in mm -hmm. which we are still operating under and we get too fucking comfortable. And it's not helped when your significant other is an A-list celebrity in yeah. their own right. Yeah. So now it's like, come on. I just hope somehow mm -hmm. this works out well in the end. Okay, so last thing on this, and that is this notion of, it's it's been reported mm -hmm. that there were people in Nia's broader social circle, Dustin, mm -hmm. that saw Ma outside in the streets with this alleged. Well, yeah, well, I guess it's not a. I don't know, whatever. With this alleged side mm -hmm. woman, the question is this: How do you feel personally mm -hmm. about the expectation that if you see it, you need to say something? If it's someone who I am close with, and I know for a fact that that's not supposed to happen. I'm going to mind my business, but I also would not be out and see your man, who you and I have had conversations mm -hmm. about how your relationship is ran, right? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't just, I, I would let you know. You would let me know. I would let okay. you know. I'm sorry. If you're married, Ebony, I'd be mm -hmm. like, look. Oh, well, let me be very clear. Let me tell you and everybody listening to this shit in perpetuity. I don't do no special arrangements. Okay. Okay, let me be very clear. No, let me be very clear. And I think this is actually really not even the point of holding court, but fuck it. Yeah. Like, let's just get to the nitty gritty yeah. for real. I, I, I support any type of relationship, boundaries, products, uh, mm -hmm. new, new construction that people want to have. Mm -hmm. I think it's a beautiful thing. I think that's liberation. Absolutely. However, for me and mine. Yeah. As for me and my household. Right. It's me and you, period. And I'm going to tell you why I'm like that. It's not insecure. It's not insecurity. It's not even that, you know. We all have some insecurities. I'm not saying I don't have any, but it's not from that. I'm going to tell you where it's from. It's from a place of risk mitigation. It's from a place of the fact that if I'm really committed, and I don't, I'm not in relationships, Dustin, unless I'm all the way in. I don't do Same. casual dating. That's just me. Yep. Okay? I'm either single or... Or we're together. Yep. And that's it for me. And I'm going to make every choice I can to protect the infrastructure of what we are creating together. So how do you feel about people? Okay, well, let me go ahead and tell you. It might shock you okay. based off of how stern of a bright line I have around mm -hmm. protecting the monogamy, the sanctity, the me and you of it all. That said, and I've had this conversation with my very closest girlfriends, and some of them to this day have an issue with my position. And I don't care. Fuck them. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm just playing. I love my friends. <laughs> oh, um, here's where I am on it, Dustin. If I see a man that I know you are in a monogamous, committed relationship with, 
out in the street. It's not even hypothetical. I saw somebody. Let me just. One of my very, very dear. She's a little sister of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, close. Love her. In fact, I even introduced her to the man. Mm. And I ran up on him. In New York City, this all was in New York, um, and she, just for the context, and this is why that whole, oh my God, he cheated on Neil Long is so fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. This young lady is drop-dead gorgeous, mm-hmm. has the crowns to prove it, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. People set up all night long, mm-hmm. unpaid, and decided on this bitch being the most mm-hmm. beautiful. That's how gorgeous she is. Educated. Two master's degrees. Advanced degrees. Doctorate degree. All of that. High earning. Da, 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 everything. And he was just a regular fucking dentist. And I was minding my business. Actually, me and your friend Natalie, mm-hmm. we were, shout, um, out shout out to Natalie. We were trying to um, educate our single asses. So we was up at the Hunter College okay. one night um, mm-hmm. at a, a How to Better Negotiate Your Salary workshop. Okay. This is what um, still trying to find love bitches do on a Thursday okay. night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is so real. This was like four years ago. Mm-hmm. So we're leaving uh, on the up, and, and rarely on a, a, a random weeknight are we on the Upper East Side, mm-hmm. but we found ourselves mm-hmm. there because we're coming from Hunter. Mm-hmm. And I said, because, you know, I like to eat. Mm-hmm. And there's tons of good restaurants yes. on the Upper East Side. So yes. I was like, I need, I feel like a burger tonight. Mm-hmm. I just need a burger. I need like a like a Irish pub mm-hmm. burger mm-hmm. with a nice cold stout. Mm-hmm. That type of situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we mosey on in this cute little Irish pub. And as soon as I walk in the door, who do I see? His ass with his hand in this other woman's hair, like tonguing her down. Like it wasn't anything so was ambiguous no about it. About how they were engaged. No, it wasn't no close whisper. It mm-hmm. wasn't no nothing. It was all of that. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, he saw me. Obviously, he spoke because I mean I was right there. You could tell he looked nervous, and I just gave him a look like, "Don't worry about it, bro. You grown. I'm grown. It's gonna take care of itself." So my position on that was, um, I did not tell the young lady, and I'm gonna tell you why. Two reasons. Number one, I'm not gonna put myself in a position where I know that you have romantic feelings for this man, mm-hmm. and I know he's going to debate what I said, because he's not the kind of person that's going to show up in integrity and be like, oh, you got me. No. Because he wouldn't have been doing it in the first place. Right. So now it's my word against his mm-hmm. word, and and that never really ends well. My word against your word, uh, and you having an affinity to want to believe the person you have feelings for and physical and emotional attachment to, never ends well for our friendship. Now, I'm going to give you one time where I will do it. There's mm-hmm. one scenario, Dustin, where I will actually tell what I saw. I will see something and I will say something. And that's when I have evidence. So then this is a rare thing that would allow for this. But if I got a tape, Mm -hmm. if I have some photos, Mm -hmm. if I have some evidentiary offering where Mm -hmm. I can sit down with my friend and I can say, Dustin, look at this. Here's the truth. Here. Here is what I witnessed. Mm -hmm. I want you to look at it. I want you to sit with it. Trust and believe that whatever you decide to do or not do with this information Mm -hmm. will stay here. I love you, and I want you to be happy. I respect that. That's my G code. I respect that, and I think that, I think that's a very mature POV. And you know what? In that scenario I was talking about with that stupid ass dude, uh, he told on himself, and, and that's what I, that's what I trust. You didn't too. even have to say. I don't. Anything. It's, I yeah. don't have to be the wrecking ball in yep. your relationship because if you moving like that, you moving fucked up all the time. Yep. And either someone else is gonna out you, or you're gonna out yourself, and that's exactly what happened. Three weeks later. Some other fuck shit came through the woman's email and she ended it on her own terms. And I trust that process. It's safer. It's it's safer for everybody involved. Her her dignity remains intact and she gets to end the relationship on her own terms. So, no, contrary to popular belief, 
I'm not saying shit That's real. unless I have evidentiary proof of what I'm coming to you with. And that's that on that. Now, Tasha K. <laughs> Tasha K, all right, so she owes Cardi B around $3.3 million. That's a ton of money. Uh, and the headline on this right now, Dustin, is that Cardi B has moved to garnish her wages to collect her money. Mm-hmm. Now, Couple fa- background facts. Uh, Tasha Kay was running her mouth, which is her job, mm-hmm. in fairness. Um, but you said a little too much. Mm-hmm. She put out there, Dustin, that Cardi um, had herpes and was a prostitute mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of other fuck shit. Mm-hmm. C- Cardi was was real g about it. Took her to court, filed a federal defamation case, and won. Mm-hmm. Was successful. Uh, a judge in Georgia said. You know, you can't prove it to be true. It's defamation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to award damages uh, to Cardi in the amount of $3.3 million. Great. Tasha then appeals. Mm-hmm. Uh, she loses the mm-hmm. appeal. She has since filed another appeal, which is still outstanding. So put a pin in that. But right now, that's where the case is. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tasha has been found liable. She has received a judgment against her in the amount of $3.3 million that she owes Cardi B. And Cardi is doing everything that she legally is entitled to do Mm -hmm. by filing. Because that's what you do with a judgment. So a lot of times, I'm going to tell you what I heard growing up. uh, That a judgment is not worth the paper it's written on. Don't worry about a judgment. Uh, That's some just street malarkey yeah that's not how it that's works. not really how it works yeah. now when you got a real creditor mm-hmm. now i guess it, you know your, your phone company or some shit like that maybe <laughs> uh the, you ain't turning into cable box or some shit yeah. like that yeah <laughs> you know some little, some little bullshit but but a real judgment they gonna they get come, they're ass. coming to get you because yeah. it's because they can and because they've already spent if they've spent enough money to pursue litigation against you to get their money, you think once the court aligns with them, they're not going to continue to pursue it to get the actual dollars? You're crazy. Also, so I'm familiar with this case, mm-hmm. right? Recently, Tasha K, Tasha K has gone like live on the internet mm-hmm. saying even more negative shit, okay? After the judgment. And, and before Cardi went and filed, you'll be more uh, mm-hmm. clear about this part of the process, but before Cardi went and basically told them, yeah, do what y'all got to do to give me my money. Right. She was sitting dormant. Like Cardi won. Mm-hmm. She really hadn't moved forward with trying to get the money or whatever. Mm-hmm. Tasha K has been going online. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just saw a video that she did the other day where she said everything except Cardi B's name mm-hmm. saying that the woman, she was, was you know, um, being really negative about Cardi's career, being mm-hmm. negative about her marriage, saying that she was, just she was saying so she some, was so she was antagonizing yes, her. Yes, and then okay. Cardi tweeted like, "That's funny. Wait till Friday." And that's when she filed oh, that. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, so now it makes more sense. So she she really woke the sleeping giant. That's what I'm so saying. So you know you have a judgment hanging over your head, like you say it's kind of quiet, and then you poke the bear, and that's why she's coming for your wages. Okay, so let's talk about because people need to really know this. How that process works, because mm-hmm. um, I think a lot of people think only the IRS, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I raise my hand in the air. I've, I've been familiar with that particular <laughs> yeah, garnishment. Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. Okay, so, um, you know, God is good all yes, the time. Yes, he is. Yes, so he is. So, I consider Brought me delivered. down the street, didn't he, Ebony? Consider me delivered. Uh, there you okay. go. Okay, <laughs> so, and I don't play with him no more, you hear me, at all. So. Those three letters, w- baby. With that said. 
uh, they're not the only ones that can garnish your wages. Mm-hmm. If someone has a, a binding judgment from an appropriate court, which t- Cardi does, this is a federal judgment. It don't get no real in it. That's something else. Don't play with nobody's court. Definitely don't play with no fucking federal court. Do not play with a federal judge that is a lifetime appointment. Don't play with that man's name because that's really what you're doing. When you try to evade a federal judgment, you are basically saying fuck you to yep. the judge. Yeah, it's personal. The individual. Point. That signed off on that. So, yes, she has filed the, the paperwork, Cardi, to move forward with garnishing her wages, uh, and specifically the J.P. Morgan Chase account. But it, it's more than that. I want people to know this. It's any car you own. They can literally repossess it, sell it, and take the profits. Mm-hmm. You only get to keep the house you live in. So mm-hmm. if you have additional properties, that's subject to seizure and mm-hmm. and, and forfeiture. Uh, just any assets out there. Now, let's talk about this stupid-ass shit Tash is doing on the Instagram, acting as if she's going to move to Africa to evade this. to evade okay number one that's actually illegal so anybody thinking that oh that's the out no in fact what can happen at least in New York uh and it, it's possible in other places you can actually go to jail there's actually a statute in New York Dustin that says that if you l- look as if you are trying to evade jurisdiction you can be reprimanded put in custody held on bail passport revoked to ensure that you do not do that. People ain't playing about their money. They're not playing with their judgment, especially not a federal one. So, no, anybody out there that's thinking erroneously because of the bullshit on Tasha K's Instagram, great, I got a judgment from, you know, uh, Toyota because I didn't pay my co- – I'll just move to Memphis. No, ma'am, you 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 don't, don't I do that. Now, I'm going to tell you what she – can do potentially Tasha and I'm not gonna get into it this episode because we're already running long and yeah. I'm not gonna give you no I, I no legal treatise her, her tweet but go ahead yeah what who she need to be talking to is not a travel agent Dustin who she need to be talking to is a bankruptcy attorney mm. yeah um and and let us know in the comments on this episode y'all if you want more content around bankruptcy but that's that's really the only option I see for her at this point it's to file bankruptcy yeah and I'm not saying that's gonna clear it I'm not saying that that's gonna eat it um, but it is it is in the process of bankruptcy. This is what I will give y'all that a court will go through each and every debt you have from the rooter to the tutor and decide who who will get paid, who doesn't necessarily need to get paid and in what order. And if you qualify, maybe put your ass on a payment plan. Now, again, I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of it because that's a whole nother episode. And that bitch ain't even paid me no retainer for doing no bankruptcy work. But that is the only viable legal recourse she has outside of this appeal, secondary appeal, which all legal minds that I've talked to on mm-hmm. it, Dustin, that are looking, she she really has like slim to none odds on winning the appeal because her argument, her appeal argument is, well, I really thought she had herpes, which is why I said it. Ma'am. You were doing too much. And I hate this for so many yeah. reasons. Tasha K has developed a huge platform mm-hmm. on YouTube. Huge, huge, mm-hmm. huge. Which is why this even, you know, which affected why, Cardi the way it did. And which is why she got so much money. Which is why she got so much damn sure. money. And she continues to double down. She continues to put herself in the, I guess that's the reverberating theme of this episode. Don't put yourself in position. Don't put yourself Don't in put position. Don't put yourself in position. Like, because that's what Tasha is continuing to do. Yes. She said something about your fave is begging for uh, a little chump change. Yeah, do Bitch, she want it in, in Franks world? or how she wanted and started naming all this foreign currency. No, but I'm stuck on a little bit of money. In what world is $3.3 million a little bit of money? 
None. Stop playing. You should not have said the things that you said. You shouldn't have said the things you said. You should. Here's what, how she should have handled it. The minute that she got the judgment, I would have written a, a, a strongly worded personal letter, apology, mm-hmm. not even no typewritten shit. Personal letter. Da, 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 da. Can we work this out? Straight up. You know, and you never know. She has to humble herself and she's not yeah. once taken accountability for any of this. And that's why Cardi's been on her ass like that. Well, she's going to stay on her ass in a legal way. Yeah. She has every right to pursue uh, payment of judgment as she is doing for, like I said, garnishment of wages is just the beginning. Mm-hmm. It could be search and seizure. It could be forfeiture. Um, it can be uh, investment properties. All of that. And she got the money to do it to make sure it happens. She could bury her in legal. So, no, you can't move to Africa, uh, Australia, France, or anywhere else to evade a judgment. I need the people to know that. And, in fact, the only re- who she need to be talking to is not Expedia. It's a it's a bankruptcy lawyer. I'm serious. I'm very serious. All right. Not I hate Expedia. to see it. I, you, know, you, you know, remember Expedia? They used to be my shit. All right. Shout out to Expedia. Woo! All right. Lawsuit. Some people don't even know what that is. Okay. Right. But those that do, you just got a good laugh. Yeah, mm-hmm. they did. All right. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish, y'all. Oh my gosh. Okay, so <laughs> this story really broke several weeks ago, and a lot of y'all were in my DMs. I don't know if they were in yours. Absolutely, Justin. they were. Okay, they were lighting your ass yes. up too. Why y'all ain't talking about Tiffany? Okay, let me tell you why we were not talking about Tiffany Haddish. Number one, on this show, we don't do rumor, we don't do gossip. Nope. Now, while there was a claim filed, my legal experience told me, and this is not to protect Tiffany. I don't know Miss Haddish. Mm-hmm. I never met a day in my life. Mm-hmm. Or this Aries Spears. I don't even know. I couldn't point him out in the lineup. So it's not about that. You just what it's look about. For the black eyes. Go ahead. Go ahead. He got two black eyes. You, you seen that? Like, it's a deficiency oh of my. some sort. Oh, right. Yeah. He needs some um, vitamin C. He needs something. He needs some carrot juice. Yeah. Okay. Anywho. So. Um, it wasn't about that at all, y'all. You know that you know we we report on the news and the stories as they come. Mm-hmm. What I was doing, and I'm glad I did it mm-hmm. because, as usual, mm-hmm. uh, I was right mm-hmm. to let it play out. Mm-hmm. And then when we bring a story to you, it has enough factual legal developments to flush it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not a headline news show, y'all. No. So what you're not gonna get on this show is, hey, y'all, this person's been sued. Did Next. You see what happened? No. no. We're gonna tell the story. And we gotta tell the legalities. We, of yes. It. I, so I needed to see after claimants filed the suit. Fine. Great. That's a first part of a legal story. Now, what is the defendant's response Mm -hmm. and how is it moving forward? Is it going to be settled? Is it going to be dismissed? Mm -hmm. Is it going to be a trial date set? Mm -hmm. And if you look back on the entirety of our catalog, with few exceptions, you're going to see that's how all of our stories unfold, y'all. So 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 when next time a headline, a spicy, juicy, uh, you know, Instagrammable, mm-hmm. Twitter, black Twitter, going crazy headline drops, and you're wondering where Ebb and Dustin are on it. We coming. Yep. The answer is we coming. Yep. Sit your ass down. We're watching it just like we you. We're watching it just it like to, you. To develop so that we can have something to talk about. That That's it. That's it. That's exactly it. Okay, that's it. That's our last time telling your motherfucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> and don't make us say it and again. Don't make me say it again. Okay, all right. Then we're going to have to go get a switch. That's okay. right. Okay. <laughs> <No. laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. So as it has developed, Mm -hmm. we now know the case has been dismissed against both Tiffany and her co-defendant, Aries Spears. 
Um, he a comedian? Who is he? Yeah, he used to be okay. on Mad TV back in the oh, day. Oh, I remember um, Mad you TV. You remember that? Yes, I do. You remember the show? Not him. Not him. No, um, I remember the show. Yeah, the show, and he's done like stand up work or whatever. This is sad because Tiffany is in this position. She really caught a stray. Mm-hmm. Um, Aerie Spears came back. They dug. They exhumed him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> From the dead. Because he went online and mm-hmm. he made some really distasteful comments about and, and unsolicited, unwarranted, mm-hmm. unprompted comments mm-hmm. about Lizzo. Oh, and her appearance. Oh, he in fact said that she looked like the shit emoji. Those are his you exact words. And he went further and doubled down on it. Then, he, and so obviously, you know, people were offended. Ba- by, people were offended. Her fan base was coming for him because it was Ebony. It literally came out of nowhere yeah. in the interview that he was doing, trying and to be so, relevant. And it was Raggedy. so mean spirited and nasty that immediately people were like, nigga, excuse me. Right. And so, of course, ah, with see, something as sensitive as that, they dug up his past and found this video where he had this really questionable, um, poorly mm-hmm. executed, distasteful jokes that were cracked. Mm-hmm. And people didn't like it. And guess who else was in the skit? Tiffany, Tiffany Haddish, Haddish, earlier parts of her career. And these people right. who sued Tiffany Haddish mm-hmm. and Harry Spears for this mm-hmm. had been trying to ping her and been trying to get something from her for this situation. For this situation. But once he showed his ass about Lizzo, It was a perfect people, storm. Yeah, it's go. a perfect storm. And so then Tiffany becomes closer. Now, uh, question to you. Mm-hmm. Factually, uh, let's talk about the skit itself. Mm-hmm. Where 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 did it live? On funny YouTube? or die. Funny or die. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep, funny or die. And I guess this was the or die section because... <laughs> I'm dead. That for, oh, and so is his career. Yeah. Because, and all yeah. because... You wanted to talk shit about Lizzo and her body. Right. And here we are. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that happened. Thank you for breaking all that history down, Dustin, because mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. context is very important as to how this all kind of seemingly all of a sudden mm-hmm. came about. But you're telling us it's really not all of a sudden at all. Yeah. Okay. So with that said, the the Jane Doe filed the suit. Um, the, the, this was after many years, it sounds like, mm-hmm. of attempts of collecting mm-hmm. uh, on the damage. Uh, here we go. Now, what's interesting to me about this is... A couple things. When Tiffany finally spoke out, which mm-hmm. is what I was waiting for. Um, Absolutely. You know, before we entered talk, into this yeah. territory, you know, what we, we that's that's just justice. Um, she says this. So the suit was filed. People start talking. Tiffany Haddish finally said this. I know people have a bunch of questions. I get it. I'm right there with y'all. Unfortunately, because this is an ongoing legal case, there's very little I can say about it right now. Mm-hmm. Now, clearly, while the sketch was intended to be comedic, it wasn't funny at all. And I deeply regret having agreed to act in it. I really look forward to being able to share a lot more about the situation as soon as I can. Since that statement, Mm -hmm. the suit has been dismissed. And then this was the statement of the Jane Doe right after the dismissal. My family and I have known Tiffany Haddish for many years. And we know that she would never harm me or my brother or help anyone uh, else do that that could harm us. We wish Tiffany the best and are glad that we can all put this behind us. Right. You already know what time it is. So people are like, oh, my God, how does that happen? Well, again, not being privy to all of the details. It smells like looks like a settlement. Absolutely. And I want to speak on that, Dustin, because when people conclude that, Obviously, people conclude guilt, mm-hmm. and y'all need to stop that shit. Mm-hmm. And this is why I'm gonna get like I'm not being funny or nothing, nothing cute about it. It's a really shitty, damaging thing mm-hmm. that not just our culture, that all mainstream culture does when y'all see somebody choose to settle a claim in lieu of taking it to trial. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you what you do when you do that: you you discount, you dismiss the real pragmatic consequences of having to go through a trial around something that's either true or frivolous 
that part, the truth or the uh, or, or the um, the lack of truth yeah. of a claim is totally immaterial. Yeah. I'm going to tell you the conversation that is happening between a defendant and their legal team as they consider settlement. It's simply this. How much is it going to cost to take this to trial? Mm-hmm. And most of the time that answer is millions and millions of dollars. And how much would a reasonable settlement? They're not even thinking about, well, I didn't do shit. That is not even a part of the conversation. No. Because at that point, whether you did it or didn't do it really doesn't fucking matter. Because it's done. Because the claim is filed. Right. Period. The claim is filed. The court of public opinion has convened. Mm -hmm. And the docket, the literal legal part, is moving forward Mm -hmm. with or without your consent. Okay. So what? You so now, do? what you gonna do? Yeah. And that's the conversation, y'all. So, so stop with this. Oh well, he settled. Oh well, she settled. They must have did it. It doesn't mean that. Now, I'm not saying they didn't do it, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying there is no reasonable correlation between someone's completely sensible economic decision. It's all about economics. That's the only thing that shit is about. That says it's going to cost me more to clear my name mm-hmm. potentially in a court of law at trial than to just run this 500k and move the hell on and move on with my life and mm-hmm. my career especially as in tiffany's case she claims she's already lost opportunity mm-hmm. and the longer you better believe whatever she's lost and i'm sure she has lost jobs but whatever you lost in this month month and a half that this has been in the ethos you're gonna lose it 10 times more mm-hmm. as this thing has to wait out six to eight months for a trial date so I, I can't say I would have advised her any different, even if she did do the shit. You know how I, how I get down. Yeah. I will, I'm the first one to tell you, pay and make that shit go away uh-huh. because it's just not worth it. It's nasty. Yeah. And honestly, Tiffany, you should have been took care of that shit. I agree. Because it's such a nasty thing to be connected to and such a, I agree. a terrible allegation to have against your name. It's the worst kind. That should have been a priority to clear up clear it up a long yeah time ago. and this is and this is exactly why because you could have been somewhere minding your goddamn business yeah and because of what another motherfucker did now you're thrown into this shit storm at, at a at the most horrific time in your career and that's something else take care of that shit early early that's what i'm saying yeah and there's a couple things here mm-hmm. and go ahead in the dismissal of this mm-hmm. his name too he's he's all charges against him are dismissed too right so she caught astray yeah from being involved in this and he ended up getting off better mm-hmm. because you better believe that was her check that oh was of written. course he it didn't come from Ari spears yeah. so she essentially got these Double charges paid. off of his name yeah yeah this she is had to terrible. take care of all of it. And again, you know, I'm not saying she's guilty, innocent. I, I don't know any facts around that. What I do know is this. Uh, her decision to, to, to make it go away, however it went away, it, it is, is very interesting. And, and the reason that any reasonable mind would conclude what we're concluding, mm-hmm. Dustin, is because of the about face. Mm-hmm. You, nobody goes from a, a vicious, um, nasty, disgusting, mm-hmm. unconscionable claim of really child sex abuse. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what the claim mm-hmm. is at its core. Mm-hmm. To, oh my God, they would never hurt us. I've known them all my life, and I can just hear the the uh, cash app notifications <laughs> and coins going. I can I can just hear right, it. So that's it. What are Tiffany's options? Because if I'm Tiffany's counsel, I, I would be advising her to look at all the available options. Now, probably pursuant to the terms of if there indeed, if yeah. there was a settlement, it would it would probably have to include a term that says all parties agree to hold one another, you know, without liability. Mm-hmm. But if it wasn't a term. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then Tiffany would have a, a legal claim to um, a, a defamation suit. Because the nature of 
the claim was so egregious. Absolutely. So I, I think if 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 but for a uh, an agreement to a term that says Tiffany has to hold them harmless, that's what that is joint and joint mutual uh, holdings of harmlessness that typically is always in similar to as as an NDA is always in those kind of packages deals. Um, Otherwise, she would be um, able to to do a defamation suit. I know she cussed his ass out. Oh my God! Oh, Aries. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. motherfucker. You didn't tore up all my gigs and shit. Yeah. She was. She did you see the TMZ video when yes. they were talking to her? Yeah. I felt bad because she. You could see it on her. Yeah. You could see all the stress and anxiety. I'm like, well, damn. Well, and that's real. And I was gonna say, but for that claim, this probably ended. It's gonna keep her from filing a defamation suit. One of the hardest things to prove in defamation, Dustin, because people lie on people all the time mm-hmm. and we don't see litigation. Because mm-hmm. one of the hardest things to prove is actual injury, mm-hmm. actual damage. How did you lose? How did I lose? Tiffany would probably be very well positioned to show the emails from mm-hmm. this network, this mm-hmm. company, this brand. Mm-hmm. We setting everything up. What size mm-hmm. you wear? Mm-hmm. What, what what you want in your, um? you like almond salted or mm-hmm. not salted, all that shit. And then after this, oh, we're, we're going to go in another direction. That's exactly what they told her. Ass. Yeah. Yeah. And so when you've got stacks and stacks of that to show a court, that's your damages. That's your actual injury, which is a required legal element of any successful defamation case. And she got the hardest part down. So, Tiffany, you know, it's just too bad, but don't do jokes about kids fucking. No, you can't do it. Once again, it's not a good thing to do. Third and final case. Don't put yourself in position. And I will say, um. I do appreciate, at least in her commentary, Tiffany did acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Like, she didn't try to, because that would have been really off-putting she to me. It. Yeah, like, oh, that was a long time ago. Bitch, mm-hmm. I don't care how long it, yep. time ago it was. It was it was, it was, was fucked up. Mm-hmm. It was uh, not funny at all, mm-hmm. as she conceded. And then now it's time to move on from it. Ah, this is important to note uh, mm-hmm. that the Jane Doe who filed the suit against Tiffany Haddish and Spears had the, the alleged victim here ask the judge to dismiss the case with prejudice. Which means it cannot come back. Correct. Why would she do that? Because that was probably a part of the, the term. Deal. That, I, yeah. I guarantee you, this is how I am imagining it. Again, this is just Ebony K. Williams' imagination right. here. This is the amount we'll pay for a without prejudice mm-hmm. determination. And this is a different number that we're willing to pay for a mm-hmm. with prejudice. Closing the door on it forever. Mm-hmm. And with that, we closing the door on y'all's ass. And I'm just playing. <laughs> Love y'all. Oh, listen, y'all. Come back next week. Of course, mm-hmm. court will be right back in session. And as always, in the meantime, stay safe. Keep the faith. Do not put yourselves in position. Please. We love y'all for real. Don't do yes. it. Keep it a buck. And that's what you want the people to always do, Dustin. Read your terms and your MFing <laughs> conditions, okay? Please. All of them. Please. To the end. Don't skip nothing. Holden Court is an Interval Presents original production from Uppity Productions in association with Dossie Media. Executive producer and host, Ebony K. Williams. Co-host and producer, Dustin Ross. From Interval Presents, executive producers, Alan Coy and Jake Kleinberg. Produced, of course, by Ashley J. Hobbs. Editing, sound design, and mix by Stephanie Morell. Original music by Epidemic Sound. Video editing by Kaysen Alexander and Courtney Deans. Consultant, Carla Wilmaris. Special thanks to operations lead, Sarah Yu. Business development lead, Sheffy, Ellen Swag, and marketing lead, Samira Still. 